Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. For maintenance activities, the center line right lane right shoulder, alternating mobile closures. No work zones in Maryland, so a good-looking ride up and down 270 between Bethesda and Frederick. And no worries on 95 between the two beltways in Maryland. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Seeing some partly cloudy skies to start your Monday out there and temperatures on the chilly side. We've got 30s out there. You might even see a quick sprinkle or two, but overall we're going to turn mostly sunny by later on today and a nice taste of spring in the forecast today. Lots of sunshine and highs in the low to mid 60s with south winds around 5 to 10 miles an hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 degrees in Manassas, 41 degrees Metro Center, 34 degrees in Frederick. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. Coming up. The family of a missing Northern Virginia couple holds hope after they were hijacked at sea. I'm Luke Lukert. What will be different in November when voters cast ballots for the Arlington County Board? I'm Dick Iuliano. What is the grandparents' loophole and how it can benefit your college-bound grandkid? I'm Mike Marilla. Who's to blame for Maryland lawmakers scrambling to fix this million-dollar mistake? I'm Cheyenne Crane. Broadway's Book of Mormon takes a mission trip to find comedy converts at D.C.'s National Theater. I'm Jason Fraley. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We begin with a dangerous act of protest in the nation's capital. Police say it involved an active duty member of the Air Force yelling, Free Palestine. WUSA's Alexis Wainwright. D.C. Fire says when crews arrived, they found a man who set himself on fire in front of the embassy of Israel. The fire was put out and the man was taken to a local hospital. Now we do know that man is still in the hospital with critical injuries. The Air Force confirms he is an active duty airman but won't discuss his identity or rank. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu insists his goal is a ceasefire in Gaza, telling CBS to face the nation. I can tell you that we're all working on it. We want it. I want it. Because we want to liberate the remaining hostages, we've already brought half of them back. He says he'll send ground troops into southern Rafah whether or not hostage talks succeed. Nikki Haley's campaign for the Republican presidential nomination may be on borrowed time after Saturday's 20-point loss in her home state of South Carolina. She's forging on ahead of tomorrow's primary in Michigan. You can't have a candidate who's going to win a primary who can't win a general. CBS's Robert Costa. I've been talking to donors and they say they're going to keep pouring money into her campaign and into her super PAC. But at the same time, they know that Super Tuesday, come early March, that's going to be a real crossroads for her. President Biden will host lawmakers at the White House tomorrow to urge them to approve stalled funding for Ukraine and government operations here. Correspondent Scott McFarland reports from Washington. The meeting between the president
divided in congressional leaders happens as a Friday deadline for a partial government shutdown races closer, but as negotiators appear to be no closer to ending their impasse. About 20% of the government will shut down Friday. The rest of the government, including the Pentagon, come March 8th, which could interrupt service member pay and services to those who are in the military. You'll get five bucks for your troubles if you had to suffer through AT&T's cell service outage last week. CBS's Matt Piper. In a message sent to customers, the company apologized and said the credit is to, quote, help make it right. The FCC is investigating the outage, which AT&T says was caused by a technical error as it was trying to expand its network. The $5 credit will automatically be applied to customers' accounts within two billing cycles. It was the closest finish ever at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Here they come to the flag. Three abreast. Photo finish. Daniel Suarez edged Ryan Blaney and Kyle Busch in a three-wide blur at the line to win a crash-filled NASCAR Cup Series on Fox. S&P Futures down six. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 5.03 on Monday, February 26th. We're at 39 degrees now. We're going up to the low to mid-60s. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Doman with the top local stories that we're following this hour. And investigators in Grenada believe that three escaped convicts hijacked a catamaran owned by a Northern Virginia couple. And they also believe that couple may have been killed after evidence of violence on the ship. Family and friends, though, are still holding out hope that they may be alive. Shock, despair, fear, sadness, hope, love. All of those emotions are going through our head at the same time. The couple's son, Nick Bureau, tells NBC4 that his parents, Kathleen Brandel and Ralph Hendry, sold their Alexandria home to live full-time on their boat. Investigators say there were signs of a struggle on that boat and blood everywhere when it was found last Wednesday. Having that safety and security taken away from them abruptly and have them attacked and where they live is just, it's unimaginable. Those inmates are believed to have stolen the boat last Monday. So far, they've only been charged with their original crimes, but will likely be charged with the couple's disappearance. Bureau says his family still holds some hope they'll be seen again. You'll never meet more beautiful people than Kathy and Ralph. Luke Luger, WTOP News. If you rely on the largest local bus service in Northern Virginia, you once again need to find another way to get around. Today, Fairfax Connector Service is suspended for a fifth day. More than 600 bus operators and mechanics went on strike Thursday over what they say are unfair labor practices. They've been working under an expired contract since December and are asking contractor Transdev for better pay and more sick days, among other things. Arlington County became the first locality in Virginia to use ranked choice voting. And WTOP's Dick Juliano reports that the county is now expanding its use of the voting method. Instead of picking only their favorite candidate when using ranked choice, the voter ranks candidates in order of preference. Ballots that don't help the voters' top choice count for their second choice. Deb Otis of Fair Vote, a national organization advocating for election reform, told the Arlington board where ranked choice voting is being used, people like it. One of the key things that has jumped out at me from my research on ranked choice voting is how voters who have already used it say that they like it and they want to keep it. The Arlington County Board voted unanimously this weekend to make ranked choice voting the method of electing the board in the general election. Dick Yuliano, WTOP News. 
Good news if you want to set aside money to help your grandkids go to college. WTOP's Mike Marillo reports a change in the law means you can do that without hurting your grandkids' eligibility for financial aid. College students and their parents can fill out the Federal Application for Federal Student Aid, or FAFSA, to determine if they're eligible for financial aid. But the form in the past required you to declare other income that students get for school. So money from grandma could count against a kid's eligibility. Not anymore. According to CNBC, the new application only checks tax returns, so money from grandparents is not factored into a student's ability to pay. It's being called the grandparents' loophole. It may come at a good time, too, as the FAFSA system experiences some issues, including the temporary inability for parents without Social Security numbers to submit applications. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. This year looks to be a much better one for the U.S. economy than experts were forecasting just a few months ago. That's according to a survey released today by the National Association for Business Economics. The economy looks set to grow 2.2% this year after adjusting for inflation, up from an earlier forecast of 1.3%. It's the latest signal of strength for an economy that has blasted through predictions of a recession. High interest rates were supposed to drag the economy down eventually, but the job market and household spending have remained remarkably resilient. The Broadway smash, The Book of Mormon, is coming to D.C.'s National Theater. It's written by Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creative duo behind South Park. Hello, my name is Elder Price. On one hand, it definitely is sort of ridiculous for them to have found so much success on the Broadway stage. But at the same time, it also makes so much sense because their comedy, while it can feel very lowbrow at moments, it's actually very intelligent. Sam McClellan plays Elder Price, who joins his colleague Elder Cunningham on a Mormon mission trip to Uganda. I mean, I get messages from people all the time after seeing the show, just being like, my cheeks hurt. I haven't laughed that hard since I was a kid. Like, it really is just so The show opens March 5th at D.C.'s National Theater. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. Where first-time homebuyers had the best mortgage luck. I'm Ian Crawford. It's 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's start off this Monday with Rita Kessler in the traffic center. And good Monday morning. Not too much going on on the area roadways right now. We did have an earlier problem in the district. This was northbound I-295 near Malcolm X Avenue. That was a report of a wreck. We definitely had a little bit of a delay approaching the scene. Watch for any response that may still be there. And then it looks good. Headed toward the 11th Street Bridge. Southbound DC 295. No problems coming from 50 in the BW Parkway to the 11th Street Bridge. No problems along the Suitland Parkway between Branch Avenue and the Douglas Bridge. Now, the Southeast-Southwest Freeway, 395-695 at speed between the Case Bridge and the 11th Street Bridge. If you're in Maryland, the crash was reported uh, Georgia Avenue at Cason Street, so watch for any response there. If you're on 270 southbound at speed, out of Frederick, headed into Rockville to the Lane Divide onto either loop of the Beltway. No problems on the Beltway in either direction. Now, in Virginia, 95, 395, 66, all in good shape. In Woodbridge, we did have the closure overnight of Blackburn Road near Richmond Highway or Route 1. This was from an earlier wreck that brought down some wires in the roadway. Uh, they were speculating a 6 o'clock reopening time, so keep an eye out in case that is still closed. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. A look at the forecast now with 7 News. First alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. 
Tracking sunshine today, milder temperatures, low to mid-60s, a mainly dry day into the evening. Temperatures will slip back into the 40s. Could be a stray sprinkle late day, but I think most of us remain dry. Now tomorrow, low to mid-60s, equally mild, but more clouds around and maybe a few showers, particularly for the back half of the day. Wednesday's the day that we get a decent shot for some rain. Windswept showers, maybe even rumble of thunder. Get this, highs near 70 degrees and then tumbling back to barely near the 40-degree mark in some spots for Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandergraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. Expect a big warm-up today, but we have to start off with low temperatures. 39 in Upper Marlboro, 41 in Woodbridge, and 41 in the district. Hey, not as bad as we've seen in recent days. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour and a different kind of bar is coming soon to D.C. Sid's Gold Request Room is a mashup of a piano bar and a karaoke bar, calling itself the most supportive room in town. If you choose to step on stage, you'll get to support from a live piano player to help you look like a star. Now, Sid's Gold Request Room has locations in New York, Nashville, and Detroit. And Eater.com reports its fourth location is set to open late next month on 5th Street in Northeast, not far from Union Market. High mortgage rates have frozen many out of the housing market, but one lender says nearly two out of every three of its mortgages went to first-time buyers. Last year, LendingTree gave about 65% of its mortgages to home-buying rookies over repeat home buyers. 77% of first-timers in New York got mortgage deals, 73% in California. LendingTree gave about 64% of its mortgages to new home buyers in Maryland and Virginia. WTOP's Ian Crawford says the survey found only 54% of first-time home buyers in South Dakota ranking last. Now, coming up on WTOP, trying to fix a problem that could affect the funding of schools and police in part of our region. It's 512. This election season, here's a reminder to listen to the other side, ask questions, and have important conversations. Together, we can disagree better. A message from the National Governors Association. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly, it was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Hi, I'm Vicki with Long Fence. As a family-run business since 1945, Long Fence has delivered dependable quality and service, installing decks, pavers, and fencing for all your residential and commercial needs. We've done a lot of that over the last 30 years thanks to our advertising partnership with WTOP. Our exposure on WTOP has helped us grow our customer base, bringing long-lasting beauty to countless homes in the DMV area. How many times have you heard someone say, I heard it on WTOP? Well, our customer service folks hear it all 
all the time. When you work with Long Fence, you work with experts who have hundreds of years of combined experience in residential, commercial, and governmental projects. We've stayed in business for nearly 80 years because we've earned the community's trust. WTOP will work hard to earn yours, too. If you're looking for a competitive advantage that brings more customers to your business, go to WTOP.com and search Advertise. If you're looking for a fence company you can trust that installs quality products by experienced experts, get a free quote today at longfence.com. Whether it's cancer, a heart condition, or another health issue that requires specialized treatment for you or a loved one, one expert is never enough. At Inova, we offer comprehensive and compassionate care from world-class experts working together across a wide spectrum of medical specialties. Learn more at innova.org specialties. Coming up, the movie Oppenheimer earns even more trophies. More news in 30 seconds. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 515. Good morning. I'm John Doman. And I'm Michelle Bash. Millions of dollars that local governments need to fund schools, police, and other services in Maryland could be in jeopardy because of a printing mistake. Now, WTOP's Cheyenne Corinne reports efforts to fix it are underway. Maryland lawmakers are now looking to extend the property tax assessment deadline after missing the mailing due date. I'm extremely disappointed that these notices were not delivered on time. Senate President Bill Ferguson says while the focus is ensuring the over 100,000 properties are assessed accurately, so it's making sure there wasn't any negligence on the state's part. If you're the head of an agency, it's your responsibility to make sure that the responsibilities of that agency are executed effectively. Meanwhile, Director of the State Department of Assessment and Taxation, Michael Higgs, blames their vendor for making an error. Cheyenne Karen, WTLP News. A key source of campaign funding for GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley is drying up following her primary loss to Donald Trump over the weekend in her home state of South Carolina. Americans for Prosperity Action, a libertarian conservative political policy network founded by the billionaire Koch brothers, says it will no longer spend on Nikki Haley's campaign. The AFP CEO writing in an email to staff, Nikki Haley has shown us again and again that we made the right decision in supporting her candidacy and she continues to have our strong endorsement. But given the challenges in the primary states ahead, we do not believe any outside group can make a material difference to widen her path to victory. Haley's team is thanking AFP for its help and insists it has strong fundraising efforts. Matt Piper, CBS News. The Haley campaign says it has raised more than a million dollars in the 24 hours after the South Carolina primary. And Haley has numerous rallies planned in multiple states this week, including one in Falls Church this Thursday. There's new information this morning about a robocall impersonating President Biden that discouraged voters from taking part in New Hampshire's Democratic presidential primary. Veteran political consultant Steve Kramer now admits he commissioned the call as a way to draw attention to the dangers to the dangers of artificial intelligence in politics. 
In an interview with NBC News, Kramer says he did it as a way to make a difference, adding that he's been subpoenaed by the Federal Communications Commission. Kramer's comments come a day after a New Orleans street magician told NBC he was hired to create the robocall using AI and a script that Kramer gave to him. Kramer is working for a rival Democratic presidential candidate, Congressman Dean Phillips, but Kramer insists the stunt had nothing to do with that work. Now, a quick look at the top stories that we're working on at WTOP. There are just days left to prevent a partial government shutdown. Funding runs out for some federal agencies on Friday. Should states have more control over what gets posted on social media? The Supreme Court will consider that as it takes up two cases this week. And we'll tell you why you might see a credit on your cell phone bill. Keep it here for full details on these stories and more coming up in the minutes ahead. We're brought to you by Finch AI, powered by Finch AI, driving smarter decisions and increasing productivity in speed and scale. Learn more at finchai.com. It's 518. Now traffic and weather on the 8s in the WTOP Traffic Center. Rita Kessler. And there's not too much going on in the area right now, Michelle. Things look good on the Beltway. Inner and outer loop running well through both Maryland and Virginia. No signs of any work zones, any delays or any problems. Where we do have the delay is northbound on I-295 headed toward Malcolm X Avenue and Joint Base Anacostia Bowling. That's where we had a report of a wreck. Not sure what side of the roadway is blocked, but again, definitely seeing the delay approaching. Then it looks good headed to the 11th Street Bridge. Southbound DC 295, no problem from 50 or the BW Parkway headed to the bridge and inbound New York Avenue. That looks good from the Anacostia River headed all the way to the 3rd Street Tunnel with your lanes open. Northbound uh, Route 4 or Pennsylvania Avenue, a little bit of volume passing the Suitland Parkway toward the Beltway with nothing reported. 5301 looking pretty good. No problems along 210 headed to the Beltway. Uh, Georgia Avenue at Cason Street. That was a report of a wreck possibly under police direction. Southbound 270. Still good. Out of Urbana. Headed to the lane to Divide onto either loop of the Beltway. Southbound 29, no worries between Ellicott City and University Boulevard. Now in Virginia, 66 looks good in either direction. Northbound 95, no reported problems out of Stafford into Springfield onto 395, headed toward the Pentagon and the 14th Street Bridge. Join GDIT to grow your career beyond your imagination in government, defense, health, and intelligence. Apply now at GDIT.com slash careers. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. All right, 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. It's a chilly start, but it's going to be nice later on today. Yeah, we're going to get a little a taste of spring this week, uh, John, at least for the first couple of days. But we do see temperatures tumbling on Thursday, so don't put away all your uh, warm clothes just yet. Here's the deal. This morning, starting off with temperatures in the 30s and 40s, but shooting into the low to mid-60s this afternoon, our average high for today, about 51. So it'll be about 10 to 15 degrees above average. We'll take it. Sprinkle too possible into the evening. We'll look for temperatures in the 40s and 50s. We are tracking some mild air that continues to kind of stream in tomorrow. We'll see a few more clouds around temperatures still in the low to mid 60s a better chance for a few showers tomorrow evening our best shot for rain this week is wednesday but with those windswept showers temperatures could be near 70 degrees for the midweek believe it or not wow it's a little taste of spring now as i mentioned there's some cooler air on the back side of that we do see numbers slipping back into the 40s on thursday and with gusty breezes the last day of february will feel more like the 30s so a reminder it still is winter after all but some milder air does start to return by next weekend we could be making a run at the 60s again so as we get deeper into the season and closer to spring these little cool snaps are more short-lived it's 43 right now for our friends in stafford 37 in germantown now 40 degrees in Greenbelt. 
Thank you, Brian. It's brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, a baseball first behind the plate. It's 521. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I have a serious heart condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, or HCM. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. I still had symptoms on my beta blocker, so I asked my cardiologist about any treatment advances. It was a breakthrough for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com for more information. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. Are you excited about being a new grandmother? Of course I am. A little intimidated, too. Why? Taking care of a baby today is so different than when I had you. But, Mom, you did great with me. Thanks, son. But I put you on your stomach to sleep. Right. But now we know that babies should always be placed on their backs to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, or SIDS. Hmm. You also slept with blankets and toys in your crib. True. But now we know to keep everything out of the crib except for my sweet baby girl. No blankets, pillows, or other soft or loose items. Daddy's going to teach Nana all the ways to keep you safe while you sleep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. For more tips on safe sleep for babies, visit safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. The safe to sleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it from your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know. Good news on gas prices. The local news you need to know. This just in. Or the traffic you want to avoid. Avoid 66 if you can. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. You're listening to WTOP News. At 523. With the Oscars two weeks away, Oppenheimer looks unstoppable. Director Christopher Nolan's film won the top prize last night at the Producers Guild of America Awards, a night after doing the same at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Five of the past six Producers Guild winners have gone on to win the Oscar for Best Picture. On the TV side, Succession and The Bear have continued their awards dominance with PGA wins. Martin Scorsese was among the producers honored with Lifetime Achievement Awards during the show. Scorsese says he's grateful for the privilege of getting to spend his life exploring beauty through cinema. History was made over the weekend in Florida. Jen Powell was the first woman to umpire a Major League Baseball spring training game in 17 years. This one chopped foul, and that one is called by the third base umpire, Jen Powell. Jen Powell, a female umpire, umpiring a Major League spring training game. Remember, this is something that hasn't happened since 2007. That courtesy of the MLB. She manned third base at the Grapefruit League opener between the Houston Astros and Washington Nationals. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Hey, good morning, Dave Preston. Good morning, the Wizards. Say goodnight by losing to Cleveland 114-105 Sunday evening. The Cavaliers hit 51% of their shots. Jordan Poole paces the Wiz in defeat with a season-high 
31 points. Baseball National split their exhibitions over the weekend in spring training with prime prospect James Wood homering in both games. Men's college basketball saw Maryland beat Rutgers 63-46. to Coach Kevin Willard telling the Maryland Sports Radio Network. I thought Jordan Geronimo's offensive rebounds really changed the complexion of the game. He got some big ones late in the first half. And then when we were kind of, they were going through a run, he got two monster ones again. So I thought his energy and his offensive rebounding really was the difference in the game. American wins.